Hi, and welcome back to Coco Sleep. I hope you're enjoying this brand new podcast of original children's bedtime stories and sleep meditations designed to make bedtime a dream. If you love Coco Sleep, please ask your adult to leave a rating and a review, as this will help others be able to find it too. With that in mind, our story tonight is one where kindness and sharing take centre stage. We will follow Theodore, a brave little monkey, as he sets off on an adventurous quest to find treasure, with only an old faded treasure map to help him. Before I start, let's settle down and get ready for rest. Before we begin, a quick message for the grown-ups. If you'd like to support our podcast, enjoy ad-free listening, unlock four bonus stories per month, and much, much more, you can join Coco Club. Subscribe in just two taps via the link in the show notes. But now, here's a quick word from our sponsors. Hop into bed, pull up your duvet or blankets, and close your eyes. Take a few deep breaths in and out. Wiggle your fingers and toes. Now snuggle down and gently smile. It's time to relax your busy body and charge up your imagination. Imagine sailing across thousands of miles of ocean. Imagine landing on the island of a thousand smiles. Imagine searching for hidden treasure and what it could be. And now I'll begin. A Most Charitable Monkey by Gillian Rogerson. Under the shade of a mango tree, a regal-looking lion addressed the animals in front of him. As he was the king of the jungle, the animals listened carefully to every word he said. The king told them about a quest which involved travelling many miles over land and sea to various islands in search of treasure. The only help available would be an old faded treasure map which the king had found inside a hollow tree. He wasn't sure the map was real, but he thought that wouldn't stop the adventurous animal who would be brave enough to take up the challenge. He waited for someone to step up to the challenge. No one moved. The elephants didn't like the idea of travelling over the sea. The rhinos had never been brave in their lives and they weren't about to start now. And the jaguars thought the king should go himself. The king continued to wait for someone to volunteer. Under his stern gaze, the animals bowed their heads and looked away. And still the king waited. A voice from the back called out, I'll do it. I'll be the brave adventurer. The animals turned around to look at the one who had spoken so foolishly. It was Theodore, the smallest monkey in the jungle. 
The animals told Theodore he was too little for an adventure. Even Theodore's family shook their heads at him. But Theodore ignored them. He puffed his little chest out and repeated, I'll do it. I'll be the brave adventurer. I accept, the king announced loudly. Thank you. Come forward, little one, and collect the treasure map. Theodore's bravery suddenly vanished. Now? You want me to look for the treasure now? The king nodded in answer. The animals in front of Theodore stepped to the side to allow him through. Theodore moved towards the king on legs that shook a little. When he was close enough, the king gave him a rolled-up piece of parchment. Before you go, the king said, let me give you some advice. Theodore waited expectantly. The king said, Don't come home without the treasure, and don't drink the seawater. It's full of salt. With these confusing words, the king swiftly turned around and strode away. When Theodore was alone with his family, they tried to talk him out of his quest. Lifting his chin, Theodore replied, I can do this. I know I can. Trying to look as if he knew where he was going, he walked away. Theodore reasoned that if he was travelling over land and sea, he would need a boat at some point. He made his way to the beach and was surprised to see an old wooden ship bobbing in the sea not far from shore. The captain of the ship was a walrus. He waved a flipper at Theodore and told him to come aboard. Theodore had swum in the jungle rivers before, but never in the sea. He waded into the water and felt the current pushing him back and forth. The captain continued to wave and told Theodore to hurry before the tide took the ship away. Holding the treasure map aloft, Theodore quickly swam towards the ship. As the captain helped him onto the vessel, he told Theodore the ship was two hundred years old. With a chuckle, the walrus added, <laughs> I hope this fine ship of mine doesn't sink any time soon. Where are we going, my fine young friend? Theodore opened the map and looked at the nearest island. He informed the captain they should head to the island of a thousand smiles. The captain said he knew where that was and it would take a full day and night to get there. The ship sailed away, leaving the familiar sight of the jungle behind them. Theodore wondered if he was doing the right thing, but it was too late now. He settled himself onto a wooden crate behind the captain and tried his very best to be brave. The captain sang sea shanties 
as he steered the ship further and further away. His voice was deep and melodic, and Theodore found himself relaxing a little. Before too long, day gave way to night, and twinkling stars appeared in the sky. The captain suggested Theodore go to sleep in the hammock below deck. With a little bit of difficulty, Theodore climbed into the hammock. He didn't think he'd fall asleep, but the gentle rocking of the ship and the distant voice of the singing walrus had a soothing effect on him. He fell into a deep slumber. When he awoke, a sunbeam was streaming through a porthole and covering Theodore in its warming light. Theodore rolled out of the hammock and went in search of the captain. The captain was still steering the ship. He gave Theodore a cheery welcome before telling him the island he was looking for was straight ahead. The captain sailed as close to the island as he could. He wished Theodore good luck before telling him to jump overboard and swim to the island. He wished Theodore good luck before telling him to jump overboard and swim to the island. Making sure the map stayed dry, Theodore set off swimming. As he got closer to the island, he saw a group of smiling lemurs waving to him. Theodore reached the shore and was soon surrounded by the happy creatures who seemed delighted to see him. With huge smiles on their little faces, the lemurs waited for Theodore to speak. He told them about his quest. He showed them the treasure map and pointed to their island. He asked them if there was any treasure on the island that his king might like. The lemurs never stopped smiling as they discussed the matter between themselves. They concluded the treasure must be the everlasting pomegranate, which was located on the highest branch of the tallest tree. The lemurs said no one had ever been brave enough to climb that high, and if Theodore made it up the tree and picked the fruit, he was welcome to keep it. When Theodore asked why the pomegranate was so valuable, an old lemur said, The legend says the everlasting pomegranate makes the most delicious pies a creature could ever hope to eat. And what's more, the fruit continually renews itself over and over again like magic. You can eat as much as you like and you will never run out of it. Theodore thought the everlasting pomegranate sounded like something the king of the jungle would like, so he asked the lemurs to take him to the tree. Once there, Theodore climbed the tree and located the orange-skinned fruit. It was 
enormous, and it was with some difficulty that he plucked it from the branch and carried it back to the waiting lemurs. The lemurs gazed at the fruit in silent wonder, their smiles growing wider by the second. Theodore gave the pomegranate to the nearest lemur so that it could be passed around. The precious fruit was moved silently from paw to paw until it came back to Theodore. One of the lemurs said to him, You must take this back to your king. He will be most impressed. Tell him he should make a pie with it. Perhaps you could return here one day and let us know if the king enjoyed the pie. Theodore looked at their friendly faces. They hadn't stopped smiling from the moment he'd first seen them. He made a decision, he said. You must keep this fruit. It belongs to you and this island. The lemurs shook their heads, but Theodore insisted. And when he started to say he should leave, they asked him to stay for pomegranate pie. It was an offer Theodore couldn't refuse. Theodore chatted to the lemurs while the pie was being made. It took hours, but it was worth the wait because the pomegranate pie was utterly delicious. Every bite melted in Theodore's mouth. The sky turned darker and Theodore said he should be leaving. He glanced towards the sea and wondered how he was going to travel to the next island. The lemurs noticed his dismay and invited him to stay for the night. They said a friend of theirs would take him on to the next part of his journey in the morning. Again, it was an offer Theodore couldn't refuse. The lemurs made a bed of palm leaves for him to rest on. He lay down and looked up at the moon. For a moment, he wondered if his family were looking at the moon too. He hoped his mum wasn't worrying too much about him. The lemurs settled down nearby and began to sing a soft lullaby. Even though Theodore couldn't see their faces, he knew they were smiling. The thought made him smile too. The sound of the sea moving back and forth along the shore sent feelings of comfort over his little monkey body. Theodore fell asleep with a smile still on his face. Theodore woke up bright and early the next morning. After consulting the treasure map, he saw his next port of call was a place named the Isle of Quiet Chestnut Trees. 
Theodore asked the lemurs if they knew where it was. They pointed to the sea and said their friend was waiting for him, and he might know where the island was. Theodore looked at where they were pointing. He saw a small island which he hadn't noticed before. When the island raised its head and smiled over at Theodore, he realised it wasn't an island at all. It was a giant sea turtle, and it was moving closer to the shore. The turtle reached the sand and told him to climb aboard his shell. Before he left the island, the lemurs gave Theodore a slice of pomegranate pie wrapped in a leaf. As the monkey and turtle moved away from the island of a thousand smiles, Theodore kept waving to the lemurs until he couldn't see them any longer. The turtle headed towards the Isle of Quiet Chestnut Trees. When Theodore asked him if there was any treasure on the island, the turtle said he should talk to the silent sycamore. Theodore wasn't sure how he could talk to a tree who was silent, but he kept that thought to himself. Sometime later, they reached the Isle of Quiet Chestnut Trees. The sea turtle took Theodore to the beach and lowered his back to allow Theodore to slide off. With a wave of his enormous flipper, the turtle turned around and sunk beneath the waves. Theodore looked at his map. There was no mention of a sycamore tree, but he would do his best to find it. He set off through the chestnut trees. Their leaves rustled as if they were whispering to each other. He stopped when he came to the last of the chestnut trees. He stared out at a field in front of him and spotted something in the distance. It looked like a tree of some sort. Theodore set off walking. As he got closer to the tree, he saw it was a solitary sycamore tree. Remembering the sea turtle's words, when Theodore reached the tree, he began to talk to it. He told the tree about his quest and the happy lemurs. He soon fell silent, feeling a little foolish because he was talking to a tree. A deep voice came from within the tree. You are having quite the adventure, little monkey. It has been a long time since anyone has spoken to me. Would you mind talking some more, please? Tell me all about yourself. Theodore told the tree about his family and all the animals who lived in the jungle. The tree asked him questions now and again. When Theodore had finished talking, 
He asked the tree why he was out here on his own. Alas, the farmer who planted me here moved away from the island before he could plant any more sycamores. A thought came to Theodore, and he asked, Do you know if the farmer left any sycamore seeds behind? The tree didn't, so Theodore decided to explore the island. It took him a while, but he finally came across a small shed. Inside, he found a bag of sycamore seeds. Theodore wasn't sure if the seeds would be any good, but he took them anyway. He went back to the tree and showed him the seeds. Next, the monkey planted them around the field. He collected some water from a stream, and he gave the seeds a good watering. Night fell. In his deep voice, the sycamore tree sang a soothing lullaby to the seeds. The sound of the tree's voice made Theodore fall asleep too. Theodore stayed on the island for a few days. He watered the seeds every day and chatted with the tree. The slice of everlasting pomegranate pie was more than enough food for the little monkey. Before too long, the green shoots of many trees began to show. The sycamore tree said to Theodore, Thank you for planting these new trees. I shall soon have plenty of company. Now, it's time for you to continue on your journey. The giant sea turtle was waiting by the shore to take Theodore away. As they set off, Theodore realised he hadn't looked for any treasure on the island, but somehow it didn't seem important anymore. The next island Theodore visited was inhabited by bears who were no higher than Theodore's knees. When he asked them if there was any treasure on the island, they took him to a cave and told him about a rainbow crystal which was tucked away down a tunnel. The bears said no one was brave enough to go into the tunnel. But if Theodore had the courage to do so, he could keep the gem. Their looks were so hopeful that Theodore agreed to look for the gem immediately. It didn't take him long to find the beautiful item. When he showed the crystal to the bears, their faces were full of delight and wonder. One of them told Theodore about the legend of the rainbow crystal, and if it was placed in a certain tree just before the moon rose, 
the moon would shine on the gem, casting thousands of rainbow-coloured moonbeams across the sand. A thought came to Theodore. With help from the bears, he found the right tree, climbed it, and placed the gem in the correct place. While waiting for the moon to appear, he shared his never-ending pomegranate pie with the bears, who agreed it was the most delicious pie they had ever eaten. Not long after the moon had appeared, its light hit the rainbow crystal, sending coloured beams of many hues cascading across the sands and out over the sea. Theodore and the bears lay on the sand and let the magical sight of the dancing moonbeams send them to sleep. Theodore visited more islands before finally returning home. He made many friends along the way. The animals of the jungle were waiting for him, along with the king. When the king asked him where his treasure was, Theodore held his empty hands out and said he didn't have any. The king looked into Theodore's eyes and asked him to think again. Theodore did. Then he said, I discovered the journey is the best part of any adventure. Also, I'm braver than I thought. And making friends is more valuable than any treasure. The king of the jungle smiled. Indeed, friends are the real treasure. You have been successful in your quest, little monkey. And with those wise words, the brave little monkey returned home with his family. He fell asleep in familiar surroundings, which now seemed more precious to him than ever before. <laughs>